0: Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Midland Radio USA, your leader in overlanding and off-road communications. Also, join the brigade at truckbrigade.com, the best of the best for off-road and overlanding gear. Rigid Industries Off-Road Lighting. Own the night with Rigid. Radar Tires, an active supporter of the Breast Cancer Research Foundation and manufactured carbon neutral since 2013. Smittybill Off-Road, providing high-quality products built for living the off-road lifestyle. ICS Fabrication, designing industry-leading mounts, drawer systems, and off-road accessories. And Blue Coolers, 10-day ice at half the price.
0: Welcome to the Anderson Overland Podcast. Well,
1: hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Anderson Overland Podcast. I am pretty excited that uh, I get to spend the next hour or so, or however long it goes, with my beautiful wife, Robin. Uh, She is here with me tonight, and we've been uh, trying to figure out how to pull this off for the last couple weeks, and we finally decided to do it. And we've had a lot of people asking us how we camped with a one-year-old on the road <laughs> for a month. And uh, so here we are tonight. We've, we've got a bunch of questions that we're going to answer and a lot of uh, tips and tricks that we've found over the years uh, camping with our kiddos. And uh, hopefully it's not too echoey in here. Um, it's, we've been trying to battle this the echo in the studio when I have multiple people here, but... Uh, hopefully it's good enough quality and you guys enjoy this. But uh, babe, why don't you introduce yourself and uh, we'll get on with it.
2: All right. Hello. Hello. I'm Robin. I'm the other half.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and yeah, happy to be here answer yeah. some questions.
1: It's weird to have you in here. I don't, I don't I usually know. have anybody in here with me. It's usually remote. Maybe I should have done like a FaceTime with you or something. So I was a little bit more comfortable.
2: <laughs> Is this
1: weird? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to do with myself. I got someone next to me now. I feel like Joe Rogan or something. I got someone in the studio with me, but it's my wife. <laughs> Gotta watch my mouth. <laughs> no. Behave. Yeah, I'll try. But yeah, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, we're just going to go through these questions. We've had a a lot of, um, followers and stuff and Instagram people asking us, you know, how did you guys do this? Like, what did you guys prepare for? How did you prepare for it? Um, what items did you bring with you? And I don't know, we've got probably a good 10 questions from people, um, that we'll go through. And, um, I think it'd be a really beneficial thing for a lot of people who are scared to take their young kiddos out. I know, I mean, to be honest with you, we were kind of nervous at first, too, just like, you know, all the unknowns and especially camping, mostly, you know, off grid and dispersed. And you're out in the middle of the wilderness out, you know, far away from civilization and medical services and things like that. Luckily, we have someone in our family who is in the, the medical field, I guess you could say. of knows, me. Who kind of knows what to do in that situation and the people to call when you need a helicopter. Um, but... Uh, that being said, it still makes you a little nervous and, and just, you know, just for the fact that you're, you know, you're out in the middle of nowhere and you just want to make sure you're prepared and you're not putting your family in the crosshairs. So, um, so yeah, we'll just dive right into it. So, Sounds uh, good. Robin's going to take some of these and, uh, you know, I'm going to let her kind of go with this because she can answer them way better than I can because she was like, <laughs> The person who prepped us. Yeah, basically. I'm the
2: official overpacker. I mean, yeah. come on. <laughs> I always
1: give her a hard time and I'm always like, Man, you overpack so much, my God. And then we got up to this spot in Utah one night and it was freezing. We were like just below the peak, and the peak was like eleven thousand four hundred feet. And you
2: needed all the and layers. I needed all of them. And I was like, <laughs>
1: Babe, did you happen to bring my beanie? Where's and my she's beanie? like, Yes, I did. And I was like, Oh, Thank God. You want some mittens? <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, I think I did put mittens yeah, on pre- that night.
2: I don't think I brought mittens, but... Oh my God.
1: That was freezing up there. I mean, we we lived in Big Bear Lake, California for like twenty almost 20 years. And uh, we were used to, you know, we, we lived at what, 7,200 feet before we moved we here? We were used to. And now we're at like 400 feet where we live now out of the Colorado River in Arizona and uh, quite the transition. So when we went back up to altitude... We were like, oh my God. We got
2: some thin skin now. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But there was even a point where we had, we were so high up, we had to actually come down in altitude because we always made fun of people coming to Big Bear that got altitude sickness and I totally got altitude sickness, like totally just, you know, karma came and got me. Some humble pie. (laughs) Yeah. We had to, we had to, uh. Leave a night early from one of our locations just because it was so high up, and I just started feeling weird and just exhausted just from doing nothing and just all the the, the you know typical signs and symptoms of altitude sickness. So, um, but yeah, luckily we overpacked. Robin took good care of us, and um, we'll just get right into it. So, the first question is: How many kiddos do you have, and what are their ages? How the hell did you guys pull this off? <laughs>
2: We have two kids. We have a now 13-year-old girl, and we have Bodie, who will be two the end of next month. Um, So he's toddler age now, but um, we've done a couple trips with him. Our first trip um, was kind of our trial weekend and it went poorly <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Poor, the poor kid was constipated the
2: poor kid was very constipated so um, he was
1: miserable which made our lives oh miserable. oh my goodness
2: we were all miserable so um we've learned that apple juice a little bit every day does wonders we call it his poop juice <laughs> yeah
1: because it really does oh my wonders. gosh
2: even if you're just traveling just in general it's good to have um but yeah that was our trial weekend and we learned a lot.
1: yeah we did learn a lot on that trip actually there was there was things like we've been doing this for a long time and we enough you know over the yeah. years we're, we're prepared we know what to expect we know what to prepare for as far as you know clothing and things like that and food for us right but we had no idea
2: and we've been camping with Jetta for many years now she was six when we started
1: yeah but it was just different than having a toddler
2: right they can communicate their needs at six yeah (laughs) better than
1: yeah they can they can let you know what's going on where you know Bodhi's like "Ah, and you're like "Uh uh-huh yes I understand you I don't understand you
2: (laughs) you want a snack (laughs) got it yeah
1: yeah there's a bird gaga no, bird. Gaga. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we, we kind of had an idea, you know, for the most part, but we had to, to do a couple trial runs to make sure that, right. hey, we're going to leave for a month. What the hell do well, we need even to... even this
2: trip, we had originally um, planned to go out through Arizona and do a five-day trip and then come home. We were going to do like Flag, Grand Canyon area, and... Come home, restock and then head to Colorado. But plans changed. Yeah. Dramatically. And <laughs> it was just gonna be raining the whole time. And so we changed our plans last second. Like Yeah,
1: totally last second.
2: Literally the day before we left.
1: But we were we were, you know, we were smart and we were watching the weather. Right. Where we've been caught with our pants down before in storms when when we weren't watching the weather. And this time right. because of monsoon season coming through here, we were like, man. it's gonna get gnarly and and you know what i'm glad we did because when we we came home to a massive tree into our garage (laughs) which destroyed the roof on top of our garage when we got home from this last trip
2: tent camping weather no (laughs)
1: not good tent camping weather so needless to say i'm glad that we did that and yeah we definitely encourage you to make sure that you prepare for your trip for safety too and check the weather make sure you have medical supplies make sure you have shelter and extra things you know if crap hits a fan because it it does and it will i mean it sometimes. murphy's law yeah yep,
2: sometimes but um yeah we had planned to go out for five days kind of another trial run with him and he did awesome yeah and so instead of spending double the money and gas coming back reloading and going back out we just kept going And I mean, there were things we had to pick up along the way, and
1: yeah, that we had left at home.
2: (laughs) And we had only packed for five days, so that meant lots of stopping at laundromats and such because we packed on the light side, really.
1: You know, we really didn't stop at that many laundromats. You know, I mean, to I (laughs) mean, really, but yeah, there was enough. But I mean, it wasn't like you know every couple days. It was like you know every week. week. Yeah, so it wasn't that. bad. It wasn't horrible, but you know but we usually
2: had, we don't have to stop yeah for laundry and it just to me it takes away from funner things you can be doing <laughs> yeah absolutely i mean
1: our our whole like operation is we we camp for about five to six days um sometimes longer depending on where we are but we usually try and camp for about five to six days and then we get a hotel for a night just because you know to hygiene reset. to reset especially when you've been out and you're just, you know, with the morales down with you've been in, you know, if you've been in rain or whatever and you're like, man, I just want a warm bed and a shower for a night. We'll do that just for, you know, to keep morale through the, through the trip. So Our that's what we did. Our 13 year
2: old daughter appreciates
1: yeah hotel Yeah. And that's what we did with this trip. And we were out for, you know, five, six days. We get a hotel and then we go out for another five or six days. And it worked out really good that way. And, yeah, and to be honest with you, nice. I was, I mean, I guess you could say that's cheating <laughs> But when you have a big family, you, you, you have to. I mean, it's it's like, you know, if I was by myself with my son or something, you know, when he's older, you know, you won't care what we you smell won't give like. two <laughs> craps about that. But when you got girls with you and a family, it's, it's a little different. So especially with the weather, you know, kind of iffy here and there and stuff, you, you just got to get out of the wilderness and get some shelter just mainly, you know, for hygiene, but also for safety, too. Um, but yeah, that's, we just kind of just went for it. I mean, you know, we, we did like, like you said, the trial runs and we found that those are, you know, good and he did awesome. And we just decided to pull the trigger and make it happen. So,
2: yeah. um,
1: Yeah. So, um, what planned stop schedule did we have set in place? Hmm. Well,
2: this trip is really flexible. Usually we do have things Set, you know, we have a schedule, we're going to be here these dates, or yeah, here's camp spots, you know, pre selected kind of, or yeah, like I'll map areas. it out, yeah. But, um, this trip, we had no plan. I mean, I think part of it was because our plans changed. Right, we went west instead second. of yeah.
1: <laughs> instead of east and didn't have <laughs> any idea. Well, we kind of once we started heading west, we were like, okay, well, we're gonna go up through California and then come like make the loop through Nevada and Utah and come you know over to our original plan was to go to Colorado, Colorado to Mountain West and Expo. We didn't make it. No, we didn't, and
2: uh, partially because we had a toddler. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it was just a little too much at He's this point.
2: Just not the best.
1: Long distance, long
2: distance traveler, which I get. I mean, that's but we had he some did long travel days. We did.
1: He did do awesome. We had one day. um I don't know if I told the story or not, um, but we we had one night where we were driving through. We're trying to get to Expo and we had stopped in Elko, Nevada from we had left Lake Tahoe, drove driven to Elko, Nevada, and we were gonna camp there. And we're like, Hey, let's just push through and try and get to Expo. Yeah, he was
2: asleep yeah. in his car seat finally. So we're like, 16, let's just go. Just keep going. Yeah, and sixteen
1: <laughs> hours later we end up on this freaking mountaintop in Park City, driving in the dark down this super gnarly steep road. And it says thirteen percent grade, no trailers recommended. The first two campgrounds we went to were closed. They wouldn't let anybody back in. They closed the campgrounds like 10 a.m. or 10 p.m. And then we went to one and we drove down this fire road and there was a gate closed at the bottom. of it. So we had to back all the way up this steep road, a single, you know, lane road. And they road. all
2: said no dogs. No we dogs. Like, we were like, what uh, the? Like they try and
1: protect their watershed up there. Um, and so there's no dogs allowed in some of the camp areas. But we areas, didn't know but, that
2: before we <laughs> headed up there, expecting yeah, to camp.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it was like four in the morning. We are we're going down this the other side of Park City, like the east side of the mountain from like Solitude and Brighton, you know, on the Salt Lake side. And uh, it's called uh, what was it Guardsman's Pass. We went over Guardsman's Pass at like four in the morning with the trailer down the other side of the mountain. And then we realized that we were on the ski slopes for park city and there were ski lifts over us and everything. And we got down to the bottom and the brakes were soft and, uh, we had like brake fade and it was just a nightmare, but we had been driving for 16 hours and he did awesome until we stopped (laughs) to check the brakes because the brakes were smoking. Um, and then we said, you know what, forget it. We're just going to try and find someone to park for the night. And we ended up not, finding a real good spot and we said screw it and we got a hotel and it was like five or six in the morning we got to the hotel f- after finding one and then that would h- take dogs and that like, we could park our truck at yeah and then uh we got to sleep at like 6 30 or 7 o'clock in the morning but there's a dude at the peaks hotel in park city his name is arnell and he is amazing if you guys are in park City, Utah definitely hit the peaks hotel It was awesome. They had a super, really like really good place for us to park our rig. Um, that was all on camera and really secure. And then they gave us a room right on that side of the building, which was, which was awesome too. So we could keep an eye on it ourselves. But, um, that, that night was a nightmare, but Bodie going back to the point I was making, he did great through that whole process, which I totally thought it was going to be an even more nightmare with him, but he slept. Pretty much the whole I mean he slept well that night. We didn't sleep at all. Yeah, we didn't
2: sleep. He slept.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thankfully
2: he slept through most of that.
1: But I have to say, out of the entire month, that was really the only snafu of right. that entire month that we were out. Right. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. I mean, we only had to like the other the only other thing I can think of that was a bummer is having to leave uh Moosehorn Lake one day early because we got altitude sickness or whatever. Right. Um and it was just overcrowded up there. Um, but we did get to meet some awesome people. This guy, Van, and his wife, who he was a, an avid hunter and fisherman. I and mean, you could tell this guy was just salt dog um, with that stuff. And he kind of took me under his wing and showed me some skills with, with uh, fishing, <laughs> for, the fishing. Yeah, the trout fishing. And oh my God, it was awesome. <laughs> I wish I could take that guy with me. I was like, dude, you're the man. Let's go. Um, super nice guy. Um, <laughs> we were showing him our social media and he's like let me show you my social media and he's like has no social media they're just pictures on his phone of his kids hunting bear and deer and him you know hunting these big bear and it was nuts but super nice guy yeah Uh, but bodie did absolutely great i think Uh,
2: bodie would do completely fine just living in a tent for the rest of his life he absolutely lumped it. Yeah,
1: he did better sleeping in that tent than he, he does at home. That's so good. I was like, "What the hell with all the sounds and noises? Like we tiptoe around here." Right. When he's sleeping here cuz we're like, "Oh god, don't wake don't, don't wake the baby." Slam yeah. the door. Don't wake the bear. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, you're like, "Oh my god, dude, he woke up." And then at camping, he slept in the tent like
2: and he would fall asleep in like 2 seconds. Yeah,
1: maybe he just likes the noise. Maybe we've been doing the opposite of what we right. should have been doing this whole time just crazy. But uh, yeah, but he he did really good. But uh, what what uh, another question was, what sleep schedule did we have for him? How did how do we work that out?
2: Um, I mean, really, we just kind of stay at camp in the mornings. And then we would plan to leave at nap time or a little before nap time. So he would take a nap in the car while we were driving wherever we were going to go explore for the day. So pretty much, we did car now. Yeah, we did have like three days that we stayed at camp, and I just go lay with him in the tent. But it was usually pretty rough trying to get him to sleep. It was much easier just to go for a drive. Yeah,
1: and we we do that here at home too. Yes,
2: we do. But we'll just be not, like, forget
1: it. Just get in the car. Let's go for a drive. He's not here.
2: the best sleeper, the best napper. So yeah, I mean, really. A forty-five minute nap for him is a good day.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there was there was a a couple moments where we were kind of like, oh man, hopefully this works out, and he goes to sleep, and he did. I mean, what really worked out too was like we'd hit a trail, and as soon as we got on the trail, just the jostling around, around
2: (laughs) yeah. Well, even like when we were coming back into town, we were like what forty minutes from the house, and he had not taken a nap. It was like. Four o'clock in the afternoon or something, and he just yeah. had not slept, and we're like, "Oh my gosh!" And he was whining back there, and I'm like, "Turn down the next dirt road." <laughs> yeah,
1: and guess what happened? <laughs> he
2: was asleep. Like, little man went to sleep two minutes later. <laughs> yeah,
1: so if you're in doubt and you're having a b- a bad a sleep day, <laughs> yeah, turn down a trail, and yeah. you'll uh, you'll be quite surprised at how that works wonders. <laughs>
2: turn on some tunes and hit a trail. Yeah wonders but i mean really he would just kind of go to bed when we went to bed we'd go to bed about nine ish and just all get up in the tent and
1: yeah good i mean one thing we'll talk a little bit more about this here in a minute but um one thing that we found was really good too at at night going to bed we'd go to bed pretty much at the same time together every night because you know it was hard to just Leave him up there and come back to the campfire and you well, know I wasn't
2: gonna leave him up in the campfire yeah
1: so. with all the Mm-mm. the, the <laughs> sleeping bags and pillows and everything it's just a little sketch so we were like no um so we just go to bed at the same time every night together or you know um and just sit back and watch a movie like a godsend was having an iPad and a battery backup uh pack to plug the iPad into and we watched you know movies and stuff but um, we'll go into more of like that kind of stuff here in a minute but the next question we have is what are some must-haves as far as gear for a little one under three
2: the must-haves definitely was the baby back carrier yeah that was awesome i don't think we could have set up or torn down camp without it period
1: yeah because he just (laughs) wouldn't leave us alone and and like hiking too is great too just to slap him on our backs and
2: and I would even Mainly say you not,
1: not <laughs> much me. Robin was a trooper. She just
2: he is a mama's with boy him. big time. And so, yeah, yeah, he's attached at the hip. Totally. Most of the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's but, some times where he wants daddy. Only when I'm going out in the garage and doing boy stuff
2: <laughs> or to go see the fishies. Yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
2: He's obsessed. He
1: loves it. I, whenever I go out back and fish here where we live um we're blessed enough to live on a body of water um right next to the colorado river and uh so i fish a lot off our back porch and whenever he sees me he's just like glued to the window of the back door is watching me mm-hmm. <laughs> or like with a little uh fence that we have around the porch in the backyard so he can't fall into the water he's just like glued to it and just watching me and you know messing i i see his put it Put him, his little paws through the little fence and start trying to grab my my baits and stuff out of my tackle box. <laughs> little stinker, um but yeah, he absolutely loves it, and um it, it was cool too because when we were camping, we camped next to next to some rivers and some lakes, and he was all about it and just yeah, hanging yeah. out with me. And so, oh
2: yeah.
1: um But what's yeah? What's some must haves as far as gear for him?
2: Um, definitely the baby back hair, like I said, and I would even say, take that and leave the stroller. Like we had taken our jogging stroller and it was good to have one day of the trip, but it basically sat on the rack of the truck.
1: Yeah. And I was like kind of complaining about it at first. I'm (laughs) like, man, I gotta,
2: I gotta take like
1: (laughs) content photos and things for our sponsors. (laughs) And I've got this freaking Bob stroller on top of the truck. Like, are you kidding me? She's like, no, we, we're taking it. I'm yes, like, Gah. absolutely. And well, we used it once.
2: We thought we were going to expo too, and we would have wanted That's for that. That's so, true. In my defense.
1: I, yeah. I, in hindsight, totally would have left it. But <laughs> is what it is. I'm never
2: going to be able to talk him into taking this. I'm going to figure ever out how to take again. that thing apart and
1: store it inside next time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, go see all the photos I took on that trip and you'll see Bob Stroll. <laughs> we should freaking tag them and everything because I right? freaking gave them a ton of free advertising. Oh,
2: my gosh. Yeah. But, yeah, leave the stroller home, take a baby back carrier. And the other thing that was really helpful and we actually ordered on Amazon and had it sent to a locker was the um, baby camp chair. It's like, oh, a, yeah,
1: yeah. The, it's, it's like a, a folding camp- like Cabela's camp chair that has a tray that snaps right, into it, but we, it's his size.
2: Right. We had brought his Bumbo and that takes a ton of space and he was just playing in the dirt, you know. Yeah. Because we'd put it on the ground and let him just sit in that. But there's too many rocks and sticks to add to your dinner. So, yeah, you know, it <laughs> wasn't working well.
1: <laughs> I have to say that is one cool thing about modern day technology and just the way everything is now with Amazon is we're able to. Have some stuff shipped on the way, you know, across the trip that we needed, like batteries, and we had a uh, a trasheroo, which if you guys aren't familiar with that, it's basically like a a trash bag, like a Kevlar trash bag. We we use it. Um, it hangs off of our ladder behind the forerunner, and we use it for like blankets and
2: yeah the pillows pillows stuff like that bulky stuff yeah that just doesn't fit and it seals that we
1: seal them up in, in plastic like um storage bags storage bags and then zip them up so they don't get dust and stuff in them obviously and then we store them in there or Sometimes we'll take like our propane fire pit if we know that we're going to be in fire restricted areas and take that and it goes back there. That's but
2: probably what But I think the I was just going to say, I think
1: that's what broke the original <laughs> one because it was too heavy for it, yeah. um, even though it wasn't that heavy, but I think it was too heavy for the trash roof straps and they broke. And so we had another one shipped to a locker Thank in cool, uh, Nevada Amazon. and we picked up that and um, a little we call <laughs> we had a, a toilet, which we call our butt kit. Um, I think Jada named that one. Yeah, but it's a bucket um, that has a like toilet seat that snaps at the top of it. We toss that thing. We're like, screw this, too much room. And we'd use that for years. But we're like, you know, forget it. We found a foldable one um, that worked out really good. As soon as we figured out how to fold it back, oh my gosh.
2: (laughs) It was like origami. Yeah, it totally
1: was. We were like, what the heck I, I swear to God. Like, we I'm, packed
2: up like all of camp and we were both just like looking at this thing like, how does it fold? Like for
1: 30 freaking minutes, dude. I, I'm usually really good at that stuff. It was like, like a horrible puzzle. I was puzzle. A, Lego, a Lego king when I was a kid. And I'm like, I can figure this stuff out. Like, this is no big deal. And we literally sat there for freaking 30 heads. minutes. And there was no directions. No. There was no directions on the we box. There was no up- directions in
2: the dark and so neither one of us paid attention to how it was like how it folded. folded
1: yeah and so it took us forever and then uh, and there was just like a light bulb i was like oh here it is and we finally figured it's super it out super simple yeah 30 minutes later we finally got way. back on the road but oh my god what a mess um but yeah the, the amazon thing is really cool for for gear and stuff if you forget something there's just there's lockers everywhere across the united states now which makes it right. super convenient so
2: right um yeah um, another thing that was really a must have for him for sleeping was I had picked up a like Sherpa cold weather like bunting suit for him. So <laughs> his, I know
1: his bear parka. <laughs> his,
2: he looked like a little bear. He, he was so cute.
1: He looked like a little polar bear in this thing. <laughs>
2: he totally did, but we'd put his jammies <laughs> on his normal like long john jammies and then put this over him. And that way we didn't have to worry about him. Being in a sleeping bag or getting covered up with something, yeah, or getting cold. Um, if
1: you, yeah, if you didn't have covers on, getting cold or whatever. Right. But what we found, which was cool, is um, throughout the nights, even when we we're in the coldest areas, we slept together, the four of us, up in the tent instead of having the annex room below. It was actually really warm mm-hmm. and we ended up stripping him down of a lot of that, even in some of the colder weather, because it was just warm enough from our, our right. body heat and stuff in the tent. We have a Tapui uh four-person tent. And we thought, man, it's gonna be super claustrophobic with all four of us in there because we've had a Smitty built XL tent and um, you know, we were like, Man, it feels like it would just be too small. And we I didn't feel that at all. We we actually camped for the first half of the trip with an annex, which is a room that zips into the bottom of your rooftop tent and creates another room mm-hmm. around your ladder and stuff, which is very, very useful when it's windy or when you have horrible weather and you need a place to you or know get out of it or if you're going to be at camp like, for a long time and need right. some extra room. But it is very time consuming to tear, to set up and tear down and becomes a complete pain in the rear when you're tired <laughs> And you're trying to line up the stupid zippers and things aren't, Oh my God. And so we Joey said, loves the Oh my God. Yeah. I do for certain things, but but we, after up. a while we were like, screw this, we're taking this thing down. And, um, that was another thing we stored in the trash room too, um, mm-hmm. that we ended up not doing once we get the, got the new one and put it up on the trailer underneath the rooftop tent between the scout. We have a Smitty built scout trailer, off-road trailer, and we ended up storing it on there cause it was just a bit, bit too heavy, but, uh, for the trash But, um, those are cool, but we did find that it was Simple warm enough better. Yeah, to be up in the tent together. And another thing that was that was cool that we had this this trip um, that we'd never had before, actually camping in the tent was the my buddy heater. And I would recommend that you use that only to bring the edge off in the in the tent or the annex before you go to bed and don't leave it running all night. We were fine. We didn't get sick. We didn't have anything happen, but it was just like that. Ugh, that like yeah. carbon monoxide scary kind of situation where like, I don't know. And you had to switch out the propane bottles halfway through the night. I'm like, I don't, I just don't trust this. So no. with my family, even though we ventilated the tent, we left windows open while it was running in there all night just to have some ventilation, um, to be smart. Um, it, I would just say probably run that thing because your body, you run it before bed and turn it off. Your body heat is going to keep you warm enough up there. And if it doesn't, It's too cold. Go home (laughs) because we were in some freaking cold temps and it was just fine. So, yeah. But I have to say,
2: even with a little one, it was fine. It
1: was fine. But we have been camping in Grand Canyon when it's been like below 30. Yeah. And my God, it was miserable. And so
2: um, that's
1: when you definitely want to.
2: Collins. Shell hello yeah. like yeah. froze. <laughs>
1: I think Yeah, if you guys uh, are have been listening to the podcast for a while, there's an episode, I think it was last year, that we did with Brandon, my buddy Brandon from Topo Terra. And uh <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go back and listen to that episode. It's like season one. I can't remember what episode it is, but uh his friend Colin was with us and we were all camping in the Grand Canyon and it was so cold <laughs> He woke up the next morning and he said, dude, my pillow was stuck to my face <laughs> because I drooled and it was frozen <laughs> That's on my face cheeks. Oh, oh man, it was so, oh, it was miserable. But that, that my buddy heater in that situation would have been bitching. Oh, I mean, that would have been, been awesome. Yeah. So in that situation it's going to be a must have. And, you know, and it might be something where you manage it all night. I don't know. It just made me nervous um, with the kiddos and stuff. So we, we didn't, Um, after one night we just used it to just take the edge off. But um, yeah, Yeah. that was, that was a, an experience in itself. Um, Let's see. What were some of your favorite camp activities? How did you guys keep the kids busy or occupied when traveling? I'll let you take that one, babe.
2: Oh, man. I mean, when we're at camp, the kids are just in heaven. I mean, they're looking for rocks and sticks and playing in the dirt and making mud holes. And,
0: (laughs) you know,
2: you don't really have to do anything when you're at camp. Mud puddles, (laughs) mud pits, (laughs) mud everything. But, I mean, some of the, like, I think their favorites were the Play-Doh was a big
1: Yeah, that was awesome.
2: Until our daughter said it had too much... uh, (laughs)
1: till it became like sandpaper plate. It had
2: like you know? sand glitter, she yeah. called it. And like
1: sticks and all rocks and everything in it. But before
0: that,
2: before that it was it, awesome. It was a hit. But um You ready?
0: Showtime. On May 3rd, Summer starts with the Fall Guy. Let's are you doing later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes.
2: We had crayons, you know. and Uno. Uno. And
1: oh, yeah. One of the biggest ones that I found. I, I don't know. I just had this light bulb one day and I went in and I bought light sticks.
2: Glow sticks. Those
1: glow sticks. Oh, my yeah. God. I was thinking, what is going to keep him occupied, you know, when it's for dark evenings. for the evening when we're traveling or we're at camp yeah, or whatever? In the
2: car, those are oh. amazing.
1: Yeah. If you have not bought some of those. Keep the only them thing in your glove be, box. Yeah. The only thing you got to be careful of though, I will say is you don't want them to put them in their mouths and kids have a tendency of put them, putting them in their mouths and, and, I don't Otis know what sticks
2: them up his nose. What are you talking about? Yeah,
1: but I don't know what I don't know what kind of chemicals inside those things.
2: We don't want to find out.
1: I don't think that it's toxic. But my our disclaimer is if you buy those things, make sure that you're safe with them. Make sure your kids <laughs> don't bite them open. Um, but those things are awesome. If they're you know, if they're good where you don't have to worry about them chewing on stuff and, um, you know, biting through stuff or just keep an eye on them. Really? Um, those are godsend.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, those, like I said before, the iPad uh, watch shows like pre-downloaded shows. That would
2: be our last resort though. Like we yeah, would try absolutely. all the other gimmicks yeah. <laughs>
1: and yeah, that everything was like, we could the, okay, before, we give
2: up. <laughs> yeah. Before
1: the zombie apocalypse device comes into play. But, uh, but it was useful a couple oh, times absolutely. where it was like, we just, no matter what we did, we couldn't tame the little beast, and so we. Set or if the you iPad just needed,
2: up. you know, another forty minutes of driving, you know. Yeah. We'd put on his favorite Hudson's tractor. YouTube. Oh my god! Yeah,
1: <laughs> there's this. If you have not seen this, some of your parents might know this. That watch YouTube a lot. There's this. Bodhi loves tractors, and so we found this uh, YouTube channel. It's called Hudson's Playground, and I don't know why it is, but there is no other show on television he won't sit or for YouTube. Anything other than this one that yeah. he will sit there for hours and hours. And I think it's because there's little kids, it's kind of reality in a little way, you know, in some ways, but it's this dude just playing games and doing stuff with his kids on his farm. And Bodhi absolutely loves it. And yeah. I think it's just because he loves watching the kids doing stuff and crawling over tractors and he loves tractors. Um, but man, if you have a little boy or even a little girl, I don't know, maybe yeah. um, it is a godsend. I mean, after a while you get sick of hearing the theme song oh over my and over
2: gosh. again. <laughs> we apologize in advance. <laughs> it's not bad.
1: It's just when you hear it over and over again, you're just like, Oh my God. It's like that yo Gabba Gabba, you know. Oh, like, no. oh. But but they put out just great content. They yeah. really do. Good do a good job. And um, so that was also a, a really really good thing for him. What else you got uh um, what else can you think of?
2: I mean really Camping with kids is just fun. You know, you're playing in puddles. You're playing in the lake. Yeah. Fishing. We brought the paddleboard this trip. Um,
1: Yeah, just like going to the beach, basically. You just bring all the stuff with you. If you're going down to the water at the lake or hiking, you bring stuff with you or... Right. you know at camp we're playing cards we're you know playing with flashlights and glow sticks and right. sticks and rocks and whatever else we can find and toys that we brought he
2: loved your shovel and your camp yeah i
1: had these like little mini shovels and, and rakes for like campfires that are like two feet long and he loved those because they're like his size
2: right they were um, perfect size for him <laughs> yeah
1: and that was awesome those just little things like that to keep them occupied is great and we found like probably top three is glow sticks flashlights and little tools like and shovels Play-Doh. and play-doh. <laughs> um, but he, you know, for a boy, at least um, yeah. those were just awesome. for Of him.
2: course, our 13 year old daughter, she's still sitting there collecting rocks. Her yeah. entire door yeah. will be full of rocks that she's She's collecting. a tall rock hound.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, those, those things, I mean, I, I think most of those things are, are, uh, you know, cross platform.
2: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you
1: know, I mean, from, you know, the boys to girls however you po- whatever the political oh, right way to say that but um the yeah. other
2: one that bodie loved was those silly salad tongs
1: oh my god yes
2: <laughs> i don't know of why. all the things <laughs>
1: yeah there's like these salad tong <laughs> things that we had at the house right and, and just he threw just them in yeah and he freaking loved those things he would just yeah. go grab like rocks and sticks and just pick stuff up with them all day
2: oh and the spray bottle too he really enjoyed like spraying off the rocks and the leaves and stuff with the little spray bottle squirt bottle oh yeah that was a kick too oh yeah
1: yeah that, that pink one that we had or yeah. purple one or whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep those are those are things that we found and like i said but they're
2: I, simple things you know i mean yeah
1: i think those are things that any kid would love yeah you know um and we'd go and you know at, at camp and go look at you know, Jetta would want to take pictures of flowers and Bodie would want to go look at the plants and the trees and just, you know, bugs and stuff, just boy stuff. And she was just she was great with him um, yeah. taking him, you know, away, uh, you know, or we could see them, obviously, um, you know, near camp there and just going. And
2: I think one of my favorite things about this trip was watching them interact bond. Yeah. They really just had fun together.
1: Yeah, I and agree.
2: her little shadow, like. Just
1: cute. Yeah, he loves his sister. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's cool to have two two young kids. I mean, with, with Jetta, she's old enough where she's been a tremendous help. Um absolutely. It's been awesome. Yeah. So yeah, so let's see. Um what's the next one? How was it as far as food with him? Uh, did you have a lot to pack, or how did you pack a lot of extras, or did you pack a lot of extras?
2: Really? I mean, Yeah, we went heavy on the snacks, lots of fruit. I had a whole door of bananas.
1: Yes, you did. I stopped off one night in Utah, and I look over, she opens her doors, and there's like just like four bananas, like... Like stuck in the door thing like they were guns. Yeah. It was like a freaking handgun rack of bananas. Yeah. I'm like, what in the hell? She's like, they're bananas.
2: It's the easy she grab loves snack. his bananas.
1: <laughs> like she got a bushel of bananas and just freaking undid every single one of them, stuck them in there like guns inside the door.
2: <laughs> they fit better yeah, that way. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Like little pistols. <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, we had a zillion snacks. Lots of fruit. Um, Oh, what was really awesome was to get the shelf-stable milk, the little milk. Oh, yeah. Like juice boxes. Yeah. Because um, then you don't have to keep them cold. You know, you could keep... Those were also in my door. <laughs>
0: yes.
2: <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> but those are awesome. I found that on, I think, Pinterest or something. but um,
1: yeah, yeah, there's some little things like that that we found that we're like, man, these are these are great for this great ideas yeah
2: I can't take credit for that one but that one is a must yeah for sure um, but really I think camping with him made me realize that he could eat a lot more of what we just eat yeah and so I really didn't bring really anything special for him just snacks that were appropriate for him that yeah. we could all eat as well
1: and obviously you just watch them when they're eating bigger things and just to make sure they're not going to choke on stuff and you kind of well, yeah, you kind of find like, like with fruit and stuff You just use common sense cut it up you know right. like little things that you're like oh i don't know if you can eat that well yeah you can just cut it up make sure that he doesn't choke on it you know like he's got to cut it into his size but
2: right. there was a lot
1: of things that yeah we didn't really plan on him eating that he did we were like oh yeah. awesome this is great yeah now we don't have to make these special meals for him you know very much and um and that's kind of you know been the case since we've been home we've just yeah, been making him a lot of the really same stuff
2: transitioning into toddlerhood too so i mean yeah we that's should true. be eating what we're eating at this point we were just babying him
1: <laughs> yes yeah but something to think about i mean it yeah. did work out that way and so we were like oh well this is great we're yeah. just gonna change things a little bit and it, and it worked out
2: right um i so. think we had like some applesauce pouches and some yogurt pouches that were nice for you know quick grab breakfast yeah. or something like that mornings that we were just packing up and getting on the road but yeah the
1: dometic worked out the dometic amazing was awesome we before we left the smitty built scout trailers don't come with any kind of battery system you know um, powered system and so um i built a three input charging system a Renegy, um charging um, module and battery and we only had an 85 amp hour battery and i built it so that you could charge it from the alternator on the truck solar and shore power if you're at a campsite or somewhere where you could plug in and we mainly used the solar the whole time but there was a couple days where it rained we were running low on battery power couldn't get the charge and so i just hooked it up to the truck and i made an isolated system on the truck up you know separate from the trailer. Um power that went straight from the battering alternator and it did great. And so there was a couple days where we just hooked up to the truck. You know, the truck was parked away from where we were sitting at camp stuff, so we didn't get, you know, any kind of exhaust fumes or anything like that, and just let it idle for a couple hours and it charged everything back up for us. It was awesome.
2: Yeah, That worked out so, super, super good. Yeah, good job, have, babe. You can have <laughs> thank you.
1: You can have cold drinks and snacks and yogurts and fruit and stuff.
2: Well then you're not constantly stopping for ice, yeah. too. Yeah. Which is really nice.
1: Yeah, and that thing was on for a month. Yeah. Nonstop and did great.
2: Yeah, we never had a problem. Never turned it it. off. No. Yeah.
1: So, huge shout out to Dometic. I know there's a bunch of other providers, you know, or uh, manufacturers out there for fridge freezers, but man, I'll tell you what, that thing went the distance for us and did great. So,
2: being on the road like that, that's the way to go.
1: Yeah. Um, Let's see. Someone says, uh, what scares me most is campfire accidents and while we're away from civilization how did you guys handle that how did you manage that i guess i'll take that one yeah. um you just got to watch your kids i mean you, you know we've had some some things that have happened while we've been out that were you know out of our control one time in uh, the grand canyon we had a, a really poppy like sappy wood and a firebrand popped out of the fire can or the campfire and uh went into our daughter's neck area and started of burning the living hell out of her and we she thought it was a bug or something biting her spider or something and so i had continuously like still to this day i feel like a complete jackass because i was like yelling at her to calm down in front of some of our friends too i felt so bad and ended up being a firebrand that was in yeah. her neck burning the crap out of her you know like right between her Her hood of her sweater, sweatshirt and her neck. And we didn't find it until later. The poor thing. My God, she had this big old, like, probably like a second degree, third degree burn on her neck.
2: Yeah.
1: To the point where I was like, crap, we're going to have to go into town and take her to the emergency room. But luckily, we got so, so lucky that it didn't really hurt her to the point where I thought it would. Didn't get all, you know, bubbled up or anything. And, oh, it was kind of scary. But, um... You know, some things happen and you can't control them, but you know, you just gotta be safe with your kids. You gotta really be careful around the campfire, watch them like hawks. One thing that I've noticed a lot we've been at different places is roots from trees that go And big rocks. Yeah, big rocks and stuff they're sticking out of the ground that the kids will trip you know, over right next to the campfire and uh so lighting, um, you know, some good lighting and stuff is important. Um you know, especially like at night you don't want a bunch of lights on around a campfire, but sometimes Gotta have a flashlight and kind of know where things are, um, and just keep keep an eye out. I mean, you know, I, I remember years ago uh, I worked for a fire department in Big Bear on the North Shore, and these people were camping out uh, north of Big Bear, out in this um, this place. Uh, gosh, it was out towards Big Pine, I think, Camp Whittle or something. I can't remember. Um, or no, Hannah Flats campground. That's where it was, and a mountain line. Took their their son away, like came and, and oh my <laughs> grabbed their son, took him out into the woods, and they never saw him again. And six years later, they found this kid's bones and stuff out in this like in this lion's like in a den or something. Yeah. Um, and obviously we weren't there. You, you can armchair quarterback that all day. Like, were you watching them, or how far away from camp were they? Blah 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 blah. Um, but since then, that just ingrained in me to always keep a just you know. A hawk's eye on my kids. Well, we always
2: and, uh, like
1: keep them close. Kinda I was kind of
2: hand him off. Like you got him, right? Yeah,
1: it's yeah. Like, we take take turns, and right. yeah, if one, if if there's any question, you know, then I'm like, hey, can you watch him? As I, I can't pay attention to him, like right. I want to, and so we watch our kids like hawks. Um, yeah. One thing too that I do with Jeddah, especially when we're out um, on the property where we we have some property east of here. And we're out in the property and stuff. I always give her uh, one of our Midland um, handheld radios, the GMRS radios or FRS radios. Um, that way, I can pick her up wherever she is, even if if she's not that far away. But just you know, maybe far enough away where I can't you know yell at her, and maybe she might not he- hear me or whatever. That is very important to have yeah. communication because there's a lot of places we go we don't have cell service, and maybe if your kids have you know your older kids have cell phones mm-hmm. or whatever those Midland radios are godsend. Those things are awesome. They go for miles. They are great. Um, those have been a really huge safety thing for us. Um, but yeah, just, you know, having a trauma kit, having, you know, medical gear with you, you know, um, first aid kits and stuff, especially the bare minimum for, you know, burns and scrapes and cuts and insect bites and things. Um, you know, that night we we did have Stuff with us for Jetta's burn, which we got on her right away. And, you know, that was, it was awesome to have that. I was very thankful that we thought ahead. And
2: this trip, when we were driving back to June Lake from Mammoth, there was that truck driver that was on the side of the
1: road. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. We were driving up 395, and this, these looked like these people were doing CPR on this guy, this truck driver on the side of the road. So I whipped a Yui and we pulled up, and I'm like, oh, here we go. Right. And, uh, this guy had had altitude sickness or something and was tightening a load um, or no, he was covering a load because it was getting ready to rain. He had a bunch of drywall on a flatbed trailer and um, he was up covering his, his, his load up and he just DFO just done fell out (laughs) and passed (laughs) out and (laughs) went unconscious on the road. And luckily he didn't like have any traumatic injuries to his head or anything. Um, But he fell down. I think he was already down on the ground and fell over. Yeah cuz he didn't have chicks, any abrasions or yeah, anything like These chicks stopped and started, you know, trying to bring him to and they couldn't feel his his uh pulse and so I pulled, you know, pulled up and started checking for a carotid, you know, uh artery pulse and, and or radial whatever I could get and uh and I couldn't feel a pulse and I'm like, "Oh, great, here we go. I'm going to start CPR on this guy." And all of a sudden he wakes up and he's like, "Hey, what the hell's going?" On? But he only
2: spoke Spanish. But he only spoke Spanish,
1: yeah. <laughs> but luckily, one of the chicks that was there, she spoke Spanish enough where we were able to communicate. But yeah, you never know what you you're going to come across. What, you yeah. never know. Yeah. So always be uh, prepared. Yeah, having having a good cr- trauma kit and some medical stuff with you is is very important. So um yeah, and there's no reason to be afraid of that stuff. I I, I should, probably shouldn't have told the story about the kid and Big Bear that went right
2: <laughs> Terrify everyone. The people were like, oh, my God, I'm never going to let
1: my kids go camping ever. Um, but that but I'll tell you what. I mean, that that there are wild animals out there. Yeah. You're in the middle of the wilderness. I mean, we ran into a moose at one point. We had a bear walk up on us when I we were fishing. Deer. We had deer all over the place right down to our camp several times. There's other stuff that has probably gone through our campsite at night that we had no idea that were there that were you know those are wild animals yeah. and
2: we do travel with our husky luna too yeah that's and important
1: having a dog with you is real big
2: that i mean she will alert on well she didn't alert on the giant elk that was walking through our camp yeah time. but i i don't
1: know I, I kind of feel like she has like like intuition though, like her, you know, senses that where she can sense that something is, if something's going to be close to us, it's dangerous. Cause we've had coyotes come oh, close yeah, to us and she chased. chased those things out of our, like she would chase it to the, like a perimeter and she would stop dead in her tracks and, wait for the, you know, make sure that they're running off and she would stop dead in her tracks, walk back, lay down like nothing ever happened.
2: And go back to sleep. And go back to sleep.
1: So <laughs> I think she has like this, you know, instinct where she knows if something's going to be a threat or something's not. And obviously yeah. a deer is not going to be a threat. Right. Um, You know, nine times out of 10. So um, yeah, she's been great. I would say definitely have a dog with you if you're not used to camping and they're great for, you know, protecting the right, kids and, and setting our, a perimeter for even people. I mean, we've had people walk up and she's like, Hey,
2: yeah,
1: what are who are you? And what are you doing here? Kind of attitude in there. And she's a Husky. So people think she looks like a wolf and people are a little intended, intimidated by her. Um, but it, she's been, it's been great to have her out there with yeah, us. I um, feel
2: much better. And
1: several, yeah. And we carry, I mean, I, I pack heat wherever I, we go, but you just, you know, having a dog there, gives you that extra, especially for the the wild animals. She's, she yeah. she can, you know hear and smell things we can't and it's great so uh don't be afraid of mountain lions really I, I should have said that I've got I feel bad now people are probably like oh uh, my, my mother-in-law is terrified terrified of mountain lions and well you know wild animals and stuff and she's always like there's gonna be a mountain lion that's gonna eat us or like, whistle. yeah she wears a whistle around her neck well, she every single hour of the day, every day, because she's that you, paranoid. Mom. She's not paranoid. It's hilarious. But I always tell her like, don't, don't worry. It's going to be fine. It's, like, it's, it's a very rare thing. And like I said, that, that time in Big Bear, that's the only time I've ever heard of that happening ever in my life. So I was yeah. just kind of one of those flukes.
2: But, but watch your kids. But
1: watch your kids. Yeah. <laughs>
2: All <laughs> we'll, that to say, we'll move that.
1: on. <laughs> Let's move on to the next one. So, uh, clothing storage. How did you guys pack? What What did we do as far as clothing storage? We had those those um pla- those bags, those sealable bags, which was great for like the blankets and things to kind of yeah make those more compact and waterproof and dustproof and stuff, so we could you know store those on the outside of the vehicle.
2: Right, and we store our sleeping bags up in the tent. Yeah, so we don't have to. Load those in and out every day Mm -hmm. Uh, clothing storage. I mean we have two big I mean, they were our snowboard bags back in the day, but Pretty much we use those the top half is You know my stuff the bottom half is Joey's and then we have another bag for the kids uh, Jetta and Bodie share but I mean as far as clothing I mean
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just no different than most people. I mean, we didn't have a bunch of suitcases and stuff. You don't want to bring a bunch of crap that you can't like, you know, store easily. I mean, the bags that we, that we carry are soft bags. Mm -hmm. You can stuff them into places, you know, it's like a sleeping bag case, basically, you know, you can stuff things around and, um, you know, and get it in tight spots. I mean, the more that you can
2: Consolidate. consolidate,
1: like, you know, save space the better Mm -hmm. um when you're overlanding i mean you know especially being out that long you just don't want a bunch of stuff lugging around and you know you don't i mean i wouldn't say that there's a lot of like uh what's the word i'm looking for politically correct um there's probably not a lot of women that are very uh
2: uh you're digging a hole yeah i am totally (laughs) i totally am
1: (laughs) high maintenance let's say <laughs> there's not a lot of high maintenance women out there that are overlanding i would say that that are taking like everything in the kitchen sink with them camping so you know those of you out in the community you know like yeah you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna consolidate you're gonna keep you know keep down on you know taking a bunch of useless crap right. hair dryers and all sorts of stuff with you I but
2: try to take a hair dryer to <laughs> It didn't work.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: We've consolidated. So since you, then. you you know what
1: I'm saying out there. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dig this hole any further. Um, but yeah, you, you want to just you know make sure that you have just the essentials and um, and nothing else because you know it stuff gets in the way and takes up too much room and just
2: well clothing's just a bulky item. Yeah, we try to take layers that we can you know add upon. Yeah. Um, for Bodie, I did pack triple the amount of clothes for him because,
0: which toddler, was good. Toddler yeah. life, which we went good. through
2: all of it. Yeah. And a really good thing with having a little one was to pack not one but two pairs of boots. Because yeah. Because sure enough, we went to the lake, and as many times he as got we in told the water. <laughs> him not to get in the lake, he got in the lake. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> You'll definitely have to
1: go onto Instagram. There's a reel that I uploaded um, a couple weeks ago, or a week ago or so. And, uh, he like totally just sits in the water in this, (laughs) in the first scene of this reel that I uploaded, Robin and him are standing there at June Lake and, uh, and he just totally just sits in the water. And that water was
2: not warm at all. It was freezing. And he didn't
1: give two craps about it. He was like, whatever. Yep. So, yeah. So, I mean, you know, all in all just pack lightly as much as lightly as you can, you know, you want to just bring a bunch of senseless stuff, bring stuff that, you know, you're going to use prepare for you know weather changes and things like that obviously but i think uh, two
2: things that i would will be looking into purchasing though is um some travel microfiber towels like uh towel sets because we did bring beach towels for showers or beach days and those took a ton of space
1: yeah and they took forever to dry too they
2: take forever to dry and then our jackets i'd like to find ones that we can like roll up into, like, a pouch or something, you Yeah, know? yeah. Because those take a lot of space,
1: too. They do, yeah.
2: So those are two things on my list that I need to find different options for.
1: Yeah, I mean, that, that being said, like, what, what are some things that we've learned to bring next time for Bodhi and for us? I mean, what are some items that maybe we forgot?
2: I don't really feel like we forgot. I mean, we did have to Amazon a couple things that we found better options for but
1: yeah all in all we pretty much had everything i mean yeah. i mean mind you we have been doing this for a lot of years so right. we've kind of come
2: jada was six when we started yeah so what seven years
1: yeah seven years into doing this like a lot yeah. i mean we're when things are normal we're out a lot during the summer and so um mo- more than way more than most um so we've kind of come up with a a program and you know kind of a way to do things but um but you know things happen i mean we've definitely driven away from here before we've been like oh crap I forgot that or oh shoot i should have grabbed that or whatever and i mean um, but this trip is pretty up. good
2: we pick things up along the way as, as needed, needed yeah like we needed a mosquito tent one year and you know you just pick things up as need be yeah um
1: yeah absolutely even even blankets we've We've gone yeah. to like army surplus stores and picked up army blankets, which yeah, are Tahoe.
2: Those things are awesome. Yeah, We
1: needed them up there. My God, it was freezing. But yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else with that that you can think of? I can't think of anything. No. Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, I think the last, the last question I have here written down is what's been your favorite area to travel in with kids so far and why? Um, I'd say for me, definitely Mammoth area has been great.
2: I think Mammoth and Tahoe, Tahoe were fun just because the lake activities and there's lots of hiking,
1: horseback riding, there's just a lot to biking. explore
2: in those areas because they're large areas. Yeah,
1: yeah, um, those those were epic areas to spend. Hugh
2: Ray was super fun and Telluride,
1: Colorado. Yep.
2: Uh, the gondolas and Teleride was oh my a god. blast.
1: That is something that you definitely need to do in the summertime. Yeah. We went on this gondola uh from old town Teleride up to Mountain Village during a thunderstorm one night. And oh my god, it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. <laughs> that was like a highlight memory.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah Super sure. cool. And you take you take this gondola everywhere in town. Like there's no Really no buses or anything that take you up and around in the mountain village. You take the gondolas everywhere. Yeah. And you but know.
2: I guess they only run certain times of the year too. Because right. my parents tried to replicate our experience and they were there Never. too early <laughs> oh. <laughs> and they were sadly disappointed. Yeah. But
1: man, if you go to I mean, we were there like July, I think July, I think that's when, yeah, we were, I think you're we were right there last time. And it was awesome. So definitely check that out. Telluride Colorado is one of the coolest places I've ever been. Yeah. Uh, Uray um, though, the hot springs in Uray. Oh my God. Yeah. That is awesome there too. There's, there's this hot spring, um, place you go and you pay, you know, for a day pass, they've got water slides and pools and hot springs, all sorts of rad like stuff. Different temperature pools. Yeah. But they're like professional, like, you know, pools like yeah. that. They just feed these these hot springs into and filter it and everything. And it's just absolutely bitching. Yeah. One of the coolest things, especially when you've been out camping for 10 days and you're like, oh, let's go take a bath.
0: <laughs>
2: <Just> <laughs> we kidding. did. We paid for showers yeah, even one day. Did. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, can we just pay for showers?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yep. that's a that's a great place to, to go. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think one of Jetta's favorites though was uh, Mesa Verde out of Durango.
1: Oh yes, that was fun. That, that was super cool. If your kids are a little older, you know, obviously yeah, Bodie we couldn't couldn't do that good with him, for but, littles, but with little's, but it was awesome.
2: Yeah,
1: you're climbing cool. all these wood ladders and all these like you know cave dwellings and these like chain things like up these cliffs, and it was a little sketch actually in oh, spots.
2: Oh, Gosh, I remember it was like. Crazy thunderstorm when we did the tour of one, and we had to climb out of it with that like rickety ladder. And Jetta was like, "I'm not going up this." Yeah, we're like, "Too bad, so sad." It's we're like, going up it. There's <laughs> only one way out. You're either gonna
1: hold on to my back and I'm going up, it or you're going yourself. So
2: the adventure with kids. Yeah, <laughs> but I that's mean, right. Most memories are really good.
1: Yeah, we've had great memories. I mean. We've had some crazy stuff happen though. Yeah. I mean, and we've experienced some pretty crazy stuff. So, but it's all been great. I mean, we've, like I said, we've never really had any true emergencies or, no. you know, health issues or anything. Other than that time that Jetta got burned, you know, by that firebrand that popped out on her. But other than that, it's been been pretty awesome. And
2: really, the only wood that we've gotten that's super poppy is from the grocery stores.
1: Yeah, yeah, highly recommend. That you get uh, wood that's, that's really not from dry. not from a convenience store. Right.
2: <laughs> um,
1: sometimes uh, you know i will take a little bit of pine with us just to get things started, and then we find some hardwood, and usually it's pretty good. Yeah, um, but we have found some stuff like that, just the touristy, you know, tourist trap kind of firewood bundles that you can get at the gas stations. The gas stations of the store, you know, the grocery stores. Those are those typically are a little bit more poppy than. You know if you're going to go to what's well, the best thing is to go to like a fire firewood like you know um place where you buy like cords of firewood you know yeah. where they're probably you know getting it out of the forest and you know it's i mean obviously you get it all out of the forest, <laughs> but i mean they're going in there they're cutting it where does wood come yeah. from <laughs> <laughs> thank you you're um, welcome they're they're getting it you know they're going into the forest their local forest and getting it out where it's not trucked in from who knows what you know where it's coming from you know um and it's a little bit higher quality so yeah but it all comes from the forest yes yes it does as far as i know as far as i've been told um so anyways that's about all we have as far as questions um just you know all in all it was super fun and totally doable go
2: again next week
1: yeah don't absolutely. be scared don't don't uh, feel like you know you you gotta wait till they're older you don't
2: no bodie um, absolutely thrived yeah i mean he seriously would love to just live in the tent
1: yeah and i would i would recommend like if you're if your kids are like oh man my kids freaking gnarly i don't know that they could handle this then you know and you're you're nervous about it then just go somewhere for a night or two just to kind of feel it out yeah you know, you don't have to go for as long as we did. Um, and even if you never go for as long as we did, you know, go out for a couple of days at a time and just kind of get used to it. And, you know, you can go out longer and longer as you get used to, you know, how, you know, they, they manage things. And, um, but yeah,
2: I think actually our 13 year old was homesick more than the rest of us. Yeah.
1: yeah, She's at that age where she's like, okay, I'm over this, yeah. um, but she'll come around again.
2: Yeah she'll think we're cool against yeah yeah
1: someday when she's married and out of the house um but yeah don't be afraid of it just make sure you're prepared make sure you have everything that you need as far as medical too and and um you know even there's places where we've been and i'm like okay who is the closest air ambulance to us you know we're going to be out in the middle of nowhere i know there's no fire departments and no ambulance services out here who's the the closest air ambulance what's the closest Dispatch center that I need to. You That's
2: know, the fire captain in him. Yeah. speaking. What's the What's the closest
1: dispatch center to us and who I do I never need to call? Think that. <laughs> Ever. Yeah, I'm always thinking, man, we got our, uh, you know, the kids, you know, the in laws, the kids, grandparents out at the property with us, and we're out, you know, 45 minutes off pavement. I'm always thinking that kind of stuff because you just never know stuff happens. And of course, they go get a trampoline for the kids, <laughs> and uh, it's gonna be fun. So. <laughs> We'll see how that goes. <laughs> I digress. Um, but yeah. So, anyways, um, thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight, today, this morning, whenever you're listening to this podcast. Um, I don't even know what day it is. It's Wednesday the twenty gosh, fifth, sixth, I don't know. Um but we're gonna We're
2: real with it. Yeah, we're totally with it.
1: Uh but yeah, this will be live on October first. So you guys will be hearing it then. And thanks for hanging out through this whole thing. If you've finished the podcast Hopefully most of you guys listen to the whole thing. I don't know. Maybe most don't. <laughs> um, but if you stuck with us this long. We
2: hope we didn't scare you yeah. away from having kids. <laughs> yeah.
1: We, uh, we appreciate the support. And um, thank you guys for all the questions and sticking with us all these uh, these years and following us. And um, you can find us at AndersonOverland.com. Anderson Overland and Anderson Overland Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, all the socials. And you can find the podcast on every provider out there. We just signed with waypointtv.com and uh, you can find it there too. So thank you to everybody and we love you and we are out of here.
2: Good night. Good morning.
1: (laughs) Good good, good, good night. Good, Good night We'll see you later.
2: (laughs) Well, it's night here. (laughs) What do you say? And I'm out? (laughs) Crazy.
1: All right, guys. We'll see you later. We're out of here.